Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, well, just so the audience knows, Maddie's starting off this episode by stunting me and making me very confused. (laughs) Um, I said the word apoplexy. Which is not a word. It is a word. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's a medical thing. Oh, what? What? Oh, okay. That doesn't What's seem What's an apoplexy? She's asking Siri, just so everyone knows. Oh, yeah. A sudden loss of consciousness resulting when the rupture or occlusion of a blood vessel leads to oxygen lack in the brain. Whack. Yeah. That sounds fun. I don't know why I use it in that. Isn't that just an aneurysm? Pretty much. And, I, again, I don't know why I use it in that context, what? but I do. Anyway. Okay. Well, hey, Maddie. Hi, Nick. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. That's so good. Um, I feel like there is. The elephant in the room? Yeah, but there's like two. Okay. Well, shall we start with number one? Number one is that I haven't really seen you in almost two weeks. I know. It's been five ever. And I mean. And it was all your fault. It was, it was all <laughs> my fault. For getting vomiting. For getting sick. I mean, is number two, the, is number the second elephant the fact that I wasn't here last week? No. No. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll lump that into this one, which is, yes, I wasn't here last week. I was literally dying. I was so sick. Oh, my goodness. I had a tummy bug. It was. um. It's true. It sounds yeah. horrendous. No, it was it was a real – I honestly don't remember the last time I was that sick. I was like – there was like three separate occasions on Sunday where I was like to mum, mum, you've just got to put a pillow over my face. Like you've got to end it. Like Smother me. It. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I was only saying it half ironically. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was a rough – it it's was like, a wild It's ride. like the episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Um, Early seasons when yeah. Kim's sex tape leaks. Yeah. A gun. <laughs> Can I get you anything, sweetie? A gun. Truly iconic. <laughs> Kim threatening to kill herself on oh reality TV. Literally the season one finale. I, I think it might have been, yeah. It was, wow. definitely. That because I remember we fuck. were like, what? <laughs> this is a case for the FBI. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Legendary. We can't talk about the Kardashians this early. This is true. We need to get to the second elephant in the room first, oh, which yeah, is that you haven't even listened to last week's episode. Oh, I haven't listened to the last, like, five episodes. That's really fucked up. <gasps> it's true. I feel really bad about it. I got halfway through one episode and I was listening to it with mum and then I was like, oh, I can't keep listening without mum and then mum's gone on without me. <laughs> now the episodes have gotten away from me. I'm like, well, I like to do things in chronological order, but now I've got, like, six episodes to catch up on. <laughs> no offence. So... It's not like this is serialized. You don't have to watch it in order. <laughs> it is to me. You're psychotic. Um, so yeah, now I don't know. I don't know what you know and what you don't know that I've been up to recently. No, I don't know anything. That's so mean of you. Yeah. Um, Unless you told it to me yesterday when we saw each other for the first time in a fortnight. No. Then no, I don't know anything. Uh, Love you. Sure you do. <laughs> 
Um, Did you start the video? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so Meredith and I started watching Sex in the City. Oh, did you? Together? Yes. Heck yeah. Which everyone who listened to last week's episode will know. Mm-hmm. This is what they are serialized in their own way, okay? There's references to the previous week. No, Slam. this is only happening because you didn't listen. <laughs> right. Anyway, continue. Anyway. Um, and it's honestly really fucking good and I think you would love it. And it's only slightly outdated, but <laughs> most of the time it's super relevant, which is wild to me because it came out literally the year that Meredith and I were born. Shooky, I'm sorry about this noise, everyone. I have to lower my mic. It's kind of soothing. That's making it taller, isn't it? I have no idea. But anyway, last night we watched an episode about um, cut versus uncut penises. Was this after the movie? Yeah. Wild. Yeah, and? Um, It was just a lot. Because <laughs> it's in America where, like, apparently most of the penises are circumcised. Really? Yeah. But what? worldwide, like, 85% of penises are uncircumcised. I mean, I feel like it's, like, a lot of effort to get circumcised, so. This is true, and isn't it mostly just a religious thing for. I thought it was. The Jewish culture? That's what I thought it was. Which we have a very small percentage of here in Australia. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But anyway, 11 out of 10. It's very rom com How many, is there, like, six seasons in there? Mm-hmm. Wild. I think I might have seen bits and pieces of one of the movies, but that's the extent of my Sex in the City knowledge. You know nothing about sex or cities? No, not at all. I've Wig. never had sex and I've never been in a city. Wig. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. I mean, I'm not sure where to start. With my blatant lie. <laughs> Lies. Um, okay, well... Hi, Mum. <laughs> Hi, Sam. Um, okay, well, first I have to squash a beef with you. Okay. Is that okay with you? Because um, even if it's not, I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, what is your beef? My beef with you is what is your beef with Holiday, the movie on Netflix? <laughs> I watched your most, I think, most recent video. Yeah. And the fact that you didn't like Holiday is blasphemous. <laughs> And I really, I just, I don't know if we can be friends after this because it's quite, quite fucked up of you, if I, I may say so. I, I mean, I'd probably watch it again. I've been thinking about it and I'm like, I think I'd, I think I'd see it again. Same with Princess Switch 2. I think I'd watch that again just because the level of ridiculousness in that one was like off the charts and that's my jam. Um, Holiday, I don't know what it was about it. I think it was just the fact that I've seen it like so many times. And I think also the fact that Emma Roberts plays the exact same character every single thing that she's in. And also I hated the dude's exaggerated Australian accent. It wasn't exaggerated. It it felt exaggerated. Because he was next to Americans. Probably true. But this is on you. Maybe. But. Also, yes, so Emma Roberts opinions. can only play one character, and that's Emma Roberts, but <laughs> she's still great. Yeah, she was pretty fabulous. She looked hot. I mean, uh, look, it was fine, I guess. Objectively, it was not, like, a great plot. It had no plot. What plot? It did have a plot. <laughs> Which was what? That they were trying not to fall in love and they fell in love. Oh, my God. So the same plot as every other thing ever. It never claimed to not be that. Which is really – I mean, I love that plot. 
Really? Or I'm thinking, it I'm really thinking, does not sound like you do. I mean, no, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, in thick, that's like peak. It's God tier. No, like, peak is enemies to lovers. To friend, uh, enemies to friends to lovers. True. Or just enemies to lovers. You're right. Skip over the friends bit. True. So <laughs> the moral of today's talking. episode is Maddie's always wrong and Nick is always right. No. Yeah. That's, no. A, that's what's happening. It's not. That is literally. Yes, it is. It is not. Like how? Holiday, a fantastic movie. Not because <laughs> of the plot, just because it's a general package. It was iconic. I also have a soft spot for Jessica Chap Capshaw because she plays Arizona in Grey's Anatomy. Was she in it? She was the, sister, the middle sister. Yeah. Is there a middle sister? The one that was married. Oh, yeah, who kissed the man. Yes, the, who kissed um, the, man. the guy from The Babysitter. Yeah. The fact that that husband was in it only for like literally two seconds, which was the reveal that she kissed someone else. It's true. <laughs> and he's also a guy, one of the cast members of um, SNL. So it's like, oh, really? he's a funny person. <laughs> I don't know how he got cut out of the movie so much. I will give it that it was quite an original concept. No, it wasn't. It just didn't take it anywhere original. I think it was quite cliched, but I loved it. I wouldn't go so far as to say I loved it, but I guess it was fine. I might, I All I'm might saying is retract. it didn't deserve the absolute hate <laughs> that you spewed about it on your YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. The amount of hate I spew about a lot of things. I mean, I don't. Maybe I do. I don't this know. is true. I don't feel this passionate about Tenet and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I hated. I don't they care if other people have bad. those opinions, yeah. ultimately. <laughs> but in this case, you're wrong and you should repent. Uh, maybe I have to watch it again. Mm. You do. On repeat every day for the rest of your life. Uh, well, we'll That's the only way you can repent. Far. Speaking of repentance. <laughs> okay. I think I better start repenting. For? Well, I've been considering. And basically, so it's really fucking hot here. Oh, my God. Queensland, it's Australia, so it's really fucking hot. And I'm like, well... At the rate I'm going, I'm going to hell. Right. <laughs> but if hell's really hot, I don't think I can deal with that. I'm not good with the heat. Maybe that's why it, like, maybe hell, like, for people who really like the heat and don't like the cold, maybe it's really cold down there. Maybe that's, like, your personal brand of hell is that it's super hot. That's that, fucked up. That was just okay, well, an aside. That, case, that had I, nothing to do with repentance. In that case, <laughs> I either need to go to limbo or heaven where I can live in aircon afterlife. Truth. Because, but the only way I can do that is repenting because, you know, the gay and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does your repentance include? Like, does it include, like, church going? Church going. You know, um, marrying a woman. Oh. Having a child. <laughs> I mean, I was going to have a child anyway, but. Uh, I, I, mm, do you think that having a child, like, do you think that that's actually hell worthy because we've overpopulated the planet and so it's actually adding to a problem? No, because. That's just a philosophical question. Don't the Christians think that you should only have sex if it's appropriate? I'm not sure the Christians have ever been right about a thing in their lives. This is really true. So I don't think that that's like what Christians say or necessarily what God says. The only Christian who's ever been right is Christian Christian Grey. (gasps) And even he got something wrong. Which was sex before marriage. Which was all of most of the movies and films. Which was everything, his entire personality. Except the casting of Jamie Dornan because he's hot, but 
Well, that's 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 not Christian Grey. And also, he out of all of the love interests he could have picked, he picked Dakota Johnson, which is an you know it's a it's a premium girl. choice. <laughs> it is a premium choice. She's an icon, a legend. Truly, we stand. We do. Her hair was pretty great in those films. Yes. You know whose hair is also pretty great and who is vaguely related to the Fifty Shades series by like me second cousin twice removed. Hmm, let me guess. Um, Queen Elizabeth. No, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. How is she related to the Fifty Shades? Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> Fifty Shades being a Twilight fanfic. Yeah, okay. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Kristen Stewart's a goddess. Truly, I feel Even like just a is, god. I really, I she's just. That's that's my sigh of appreciation. Mm. Um. Also, while we're at it, Aubrey Plaza. Oh. Truly. I really like – okay, so the context here, we went and saw Happy Season last night. This is true. <laughs> in America, it's literally on Hulu, which I'm really jealous because they can watch it I on know. repeat all they want. I know. I uh. I mean, and Dan Levy, also a god. <gasps> Truly. Oh, my God. Shit's Greek. I'm a little scared Dan Levy's falling into the um, – uh, yes. only play Dan Levy, much like only Emma Roberts can play yeah. Emma Roberts yeah. and all that. This is, yes, but genuine fear. I have faith because – but his uh, Dan Levy being Dan Levy is still iconic, True. like an exaggerated Dan Levy, whatever it is. But yeah, no, I definitely agree. I Actually, like- no, I take that all back. <laughs> I'm gonna call myself that. I take that all back because you know what? That scene um, near the end where he does the little monologue, About- and it's like super deep and yeah, the fucking it's made like me cry. That's the one, that's when I cried. Yeah, but um, he showed versatility. He did. I agree. It was really good. I, for the first half of the movie, I was like, I kind of hate this guy. Like, I, no, well, because he was because being you're such homophobic. a he was being such a dick to Christian Stewart. What? Like every time she was like, I have a real problem. He was like, lol, get fucked. That's not true. And then he he like pulled his head out of his ass at the second half of the film and actually was a very supportive friend. And I was like, oh my god, I love him. You're so you could not be more wrong today. Um, it's really you're on a roll. No. Much like Ashley O slash Miley Cyrus, you're on a roll. He literally hung up on her when she was like, I'm having issues. Well, that's because he was not wanting to get caught after killing her fish. Because that's very self-involved of him. Which part? <laughs> the fact that he didn't listen to her and just hung up on her because of his own problems. I mean, it was a lot, a lot to mull over. I don't think you just hang up on someone. That's true. That's fair. But. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, genuinely in the end, his character like pulled through and I was like, oh my God. I re- okay. Any, everyone watched Happiest Season. It's really, it's really it's great. Fantastic. It's one of my it's favorite nice movies. It's nice and funny. It's nice and wholesome. Yeah. It's definitely on my like top five or 10 movies of all time. Purely because. I agree. I could watch it every day. Truly. Much like of- Pitch Perfect and The Perks of Being a Wallflower. I haven't seen The Perks of Being a Wallflower since it came out. I saw it like once or twice and then that was it. That's um. Yeah, Rude. I agree. Speaking of top five or ten mm. of the year, mm. music. We're going to do that, but first I need to finish talking about Happier Season. Oh, right. Sorry. Is that, um, not that, okay was, that, that was your natural progression point. And I'm in charge of timing today, and I'm saying we're doing it in under an hour. Oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> make me, bitch. Um, blah, blah. So Happier Season, yeah, it was fucking incredible. What? All of the acting and writing. Oh, yeah. Aubrey very, Plaza, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the plot of it is generally that um, two lesbians, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> um, uh, one of them's going to take the girlfriend home yeah. for the holidays, 
to meet her family mm-hmm. and um spend it with the family and all that and mm. there's like a bunch of other plotty stuff mm. um but it turns out that the girl harper harper who's bringing her girlfriend home for the holidays which is abby which is kristen stewart's character mm. and harper is mackenzie davis um harper is not out to her family no. so she asks kristen stewart's character to kind of uh slide back into the closet mm. for the weekend and make her parents like her so that when she does eventually come out yeah it'll be easy um very problematic of of Harper's character truly i i think Harper's character low-key emotionally manipulated Kristen Stewart's character like the entire movie truly. until the last third yeah and i was like okay by the last third of the movie kind of spoilers kind of spoilers not really but kind of okay um I mean, it's a rom-com, like, everyone knows. Well, yeah, but okay, Harper's char- Harper as a character got fucking close to the line of being irredeemable. She did. Particular, where I don't know what scene you're thinking of, but I'm thinking particularly of the scene where she was like, you're just suffocating me. I was like, mm. whoa, <laughs> whoa. But this is true. And the only reason she wasn't written off earlier as irredeemable is because it's a nuanced situation. It is. And she was going true. through her own t- uh, emotional turmoil. She was. However, got very fucking close to the line. It did. Of being um, just a bad person. It's really true. But. Particularly with the situation. I'm towing the line between spoilers. But the particularly with the situation with Aubrey Plaza's, Plaza's character from the past. Wow. I feel like they didn't really address how fucking problematic that issue. They did. <laughs> She said, I'm sorry once. And then that, I was a bit like, I think. But it was acknowledgement. I mean, yes. Which was the whole issue. No, for sure. For sure. I'm with it, definitely. But I feel like that probably could have. I think what she did was a bit worse than like the 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 apology she gave. Does that make sense? Oh, this is true. But it's also like 10 years later. I guess. And they both seem pretty fine. Maybe. Anyway, I think they they did the impossible and redeemed her character by the end. They did. Um, quite well. They did. And mostly I thought that because they did address pretty much all of the issues. Yeah. Anyway, go watch it and then well, let us know a, what everyone was, else it, thinks. It, 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 I've heard a lot of differing opinions on um, the character of Harper. Yeah. Like within the queer community, I mean. Yeah, that's fair. That's really fair. That's definitely fair. I personally, by the end, I ended up liking her. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> well, I I'm I'm hesitant to kind of add my opinion to it because I'm not part of the queer community, but like but <laughs> No, I was just going to say I, f- I feel like Well, to be fair, you're not commenting on their sexuality, you're commenting on the movie, the relationship. I think that they – I think the thing about the movie was that it actually was – it was like – it was a rom-com and it was a Christmas movie, so it's got all those kind of cliches and stuff. But it actually did have a three-line and the character arcs, like, made sense, you know, like everything yeah. that kind of happened in the beginning was resolved by the end. It wasn't like they picked things up and did things that then did not have, like, an ending to them. So, yeah. yeah. This is true. Standout moments with Dan Levy's monologue near the end made me cry like a baby. Oh Hit a little too I, close to home. I, I, yeah. It was about coming out. Though. Yeah. yeah. 
It was a lot. I got teary three different times and that was the time I think I cried. Yeah, I nearly cried near the end as well. Like, yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the sister Jane, who's the middle child? The middle child. Yeah. Or the youngest. I'm not sure. One of them. Uh, played by Mary Holland, who also co-wrote the movie. Mm-hmm. Absolute scene stiller. Truly. Truly fucking hilarious the she whole was. time. She was so fucking funny. And I, I felt bad for her the whole time, though. Her, her literal intro to the movie was her scaring one of the characters yeah. and being silly about it. It was so cute. But anyway. <laughs> it's true. Mary Holland absolutely slayed the game. She did. It was hilarious. You and also the standout line. And also heartfelt. It was. It was. I mean, <laughs> the only, the one part of the entire movie that I was a bit like, ooh, that didn't feel very smooth was when Jane had her outburst at the party um, because it felt like it really jumped Oh, from like comedic to um. Yeah, it was serious. Well, because she was like, she well, because she was upset about the painting or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it jumped from the painting to her own situation. I was like, oh, that felt a bit. Like I can see how it happened, but it just didn't feel as smooth as the rest of the writing of the movie was. I mean, at least they went back and addressed that. They did. It's true. Um. The, uh, the standout line of the movie is at the end. They're kind of all confessing their secrets. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> this is just after Mackenzie Davis's character, like, officially comes out. Yeah. Uh, and Jane's big secret is, um, I don't have a secret, but I am an ally. <laughs> and it, it was and pretty it was iconic. Really it was iconic. pretty iconic. And then she, like, yeah, goes to stand by Harper and it's like. Because oh. in the moment it looks like the parents aren't super accepting, but yeah, they're really does. just in shock. Yeah. But um, it was iconic. It was. It and was her delivery iconic. of all her lines, iconic. Truly. Everyone's delivery of every line. This is true. Mary Steenberg also, the mum. Yeah. <laughs> the passive aggressiveness was next fucking level. It was. She was very good. It was iconic. She was, yeah, she was very good. Also, Alison Brie, a god. I stand. Mm, you know what? That also kind of really did annoy me. The fact that she, spoiler alert, outed her sister. But I feel like. Yeah, it was super fucked up. It was. And I feel like it didn't. I don't know. Did you feel like that was addressed? Do you think that there was enough of a, an apology around that? I think it was addressed in a quiet moment when that night's like winding down and the mum's talking to the dad and the three sisters are kind of yeah huddled about. Yeah. And like, well, we you added me and then I added your divorce and all that. And we Did were- she? Yeah. I don't think she did. Yeah, she did. No. After the painting. No, I don't think she did say about the divorce. I think Alison Brie admitted it. In her own time to the parents. She was sat down on the lounge after because the parents came in and they were like, I can't believe you would say a lie about your sister. And then Harper was like, oh, no, it's not a lie. And then when Harper is like standing there and the parents aren't saying anything, that's when Alison Bree stands up and was like, oh, I'm getting a divorce. That's my secret. I mean, they also physically brawled. <laughs> they did. <laughs> it was pretty iconic. I'm saying in that moment where they were like, Alison was like, I'm sorry, and Mackenzie Davis yeah. was like, I'm also sorry. Yeah. It was like acknowledging more of the um, competitive nature they've had their whole lives. Mm, mm, I don't know. I mm, think it was fine. So, mm, yeah. Mm. I mean, I think it was fucked up, but I think what uh, happened to Riley's character in high school was more fucked up. It's true. But I agree, for sure. That's why I think it was 
the through line was. Oh, she's getting a taste of her own medicine yeah. type of situation. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And that's why it hits so hard when she. Yeah. Kind of realizes what she did to Riley. Yeah. That's true. And all that. Yeah. Go watch sense. the movie so that all of this <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I kind of talking in riddles in an attempt to avoid spoilers, but I think we've pretty much said all the spoilers anyway. <laughs> it's still a great movie. It's not like it's plot heavy. That's accurate. It's just an enjoyable time. Very much true. so. Um, and I also did tell you that we'd probably talk about that the entire time. It's true. You did. And uh, it's been a solid amount of time. <laughs> You're a solid amount of time. Um, um, okay. I guess, yes, we're going to do everyone's posting their Spotify wraps. Uh, mm-hmm. And the Apple Music version of that is Apple Replay, mm-hmm. which I feel like no one really knows this thing. Because all, all I'm seeing on Twitter is Apple Music users being like, it's the time of the year where I get jealous of Spotify yeah. users for having Spotify wrapped. Um, and yeah. I'm like, but don't you know you can just, you can still do that on it's Apple really Music? It's really true. And all the Spotify users are like, <laughs> Apple Music using is, users are getting nothing like they deserve. And like true, but also we are getting something. This is true. <laughs> anyway, it's a lot to unpack. Yep. Um, how many mu- hours of music did you listen to this year? Only 558. That's... Almost double what I listen to. What? what I don't fuck? listen to music when I study and stuff, though. Oh, well, how the f- how many did you listen to? 280. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought that was so small. I was like, I feel like I should listen to way more music than that. But when I listen to music, I listen to the music. Oh, yeah. I just you have this background noise. put it on all the time. Yeah. I'm, like, studying. I'll put some instrumentals on. I'm in the shower. I'm, like, got to have a shower song. Yeah, I can't do that. Oh. I get too distracted. Nah. In the shower? Distracted from what? No, not in the shower. <laughs> no, I, I have I have a soundtrack going constantly. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Um, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Okay, my top artist was Lady Gaga. No shock there. That's my top artist. 36 hours I listened to her. Oh, yeah. And then Rihanna Grande, Do a Little Peep, Blackpink, and Britney Spears. <laughs> Wow, love that. <laughs> yeah, if you couldn't tell I was gay. Um, I listened to 671 different artists. Uh, and I checked out that? 200 albums. How many artists did you listen to? 671. Okay, yeah. How many did you listen to? 598. Yeah, so this is where it like the yeah. flips. Interesting. How many different albums did you listen to? 126. Yeah. How many did you? 200. Oh, you- this tracks. My number one album. I don't want to know what album or song because I want to guess what your number one song is. Do you want to know my number one artist? Yes. Taylor Swift. Okay. It's 59 hours. I don't know if I was expecting that, but I think I was. And then Ariana Grande mm-hmm. and then Harry Styles mm-hmm. and then Little Mix. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to tell you the last one because then you'll be able to guess. Like you'll, I don't want to tell you who it is Okay, yet. well, my guess for your number one song is Into the Unknown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Was I right? You are. I yeah. was right. I was yeah. like, okay, okay. My number five artist was Idina Menzel. Idina, is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Or B. John Travolta, which we also talked about last week. Iconic. And introduced her as Adele Dazim. <laughs> yeah, I got 185 plays. Wig. What's your number one? Oh, wait. Uh, Rain on Me. It's Rain on Me. Yeah. How did you know that? I just, yeah, I just figured. Wow. <laughs> it was the gay anthem of the year, so I figured it would be up This there is true. I really hope it wins duet at the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. Um, wig. I can't believe we both know each other that well. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> I'm so shocked that you guessed Into the Unknown, to be honest. Okay, wait. Read me your top five songs. Into the Unknown. Uh-huh. When the Party's Over, which was my number one oh, song from last year. I know. That's an, int- that's an interesting choice for a Billie Eilish song to listen to on repeat. Yeah, I don't know why I like it so much. I think I just really like the melody of her voice. I think that's what it is. You're a melody. Yeah. And then Sway With Me. <laughs> that shit slaps. Yeah. And then Cardigan. Oh, okay. And then Adore You. Okay. Styles. I'm judging you only for Cardigan. <gasps> Wrong. It's a fucking fantastic song. It's not a bad Number song. six is My Tears Ricochet, so. By Sia? No, Taylor. That's a song by Taylor? Yeah. Is that off folklore? Yeah. Whack. And then it's Show Yourself. It's the more I think seven. about oh, Show Yourself, gay <laughs> anthem of the year. Is it Show Yourself's actually the gay anthem of 2019? Yeah, that's – was that last year that movie came out? Yeah. <gasps> wow. Okay, yeah. Oh, we like, didn't see it till this year. Oh. Gently. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Over, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my top five songs are Rain On Me, Stupid yeah. Love. By who? Gaga. Oh, oh, sorry. I haven't listened <sighs> to that album. Straighty. <laughs> Uh, how you like that, Blackpink? Oh, uh, yeah. Because that shit goes off. It does. Um, you Should Be Sad by Halsey. Oh, that's nice. I really, I wasn't I expecting a Halsey song in my in my yeah. top ones. Interesting. Because I haven't been that into Halsey since, like, 2014. Fair. That her first album was really good. I haven't listened to any it's of the It's fucking others. fantastic. Yeah. Um, And then my number five was 911 by Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. The amount of Lady Gaga. <laughs> well, number six was Sour Candy by Lady Gaga. Iconic. Yeah. And then also num- le- Levitating by oh, yeah. Dula Peep, but the original with no by no uh, with no other artists on it because all of the remixes kind of suck. Ah, oh, yeah. Fair. There's like there's one with the baby and one with the Blessed Madonna. Oh, it's, all, it's too many. <laughs> it's just too much. It's just too much. <laughs> um Yeah, so that's fun. I can't believe we both guessed our number ones. That's so cute. I know. Okay, my albums are really wild. Okay. Number one, Folklore. That's makes sense. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't think you liked it that much. No, I don't. I don't. I um I I did not I've only listened through the whole album a couple of times, but I think it's probably because I listened to like Cardigan and My Tears Ricochet and Illicit Affairs so many times that I mean it's been five months and I think about it less and less. Fair. That's right. I really I don't think it had much to much impact. That's fair. Um, but number two is the High Note soundtrack. Yes. Right? Um, number three is Queen's Greatest Hits. Wow. I know. Number four is Frozen 2. <laughs> and number five is My Everything, Ariana. Oh, weird. I know. Oh, actually, number six is Thank You Next. Number seven is Dangerous Woman. <laughs> Wig. Right? Okay. What, what are, wait, what are eight, nine, and ten? Quickly. Uh, eight is ABBA's Greatest Hits. Nine is the Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack. I don't know why. And number 10 is the Aladdin soundtrack, which is really crazy because I've really, only ever I'm, listened to one song off that album. I so, kind of lose a little respect for you. I uh, don't know why any of these are there, to be honest. But. Okay, well, my top five yeah. almost makes sense. <laughs> number one's Chromatica. That makes sense. Number two is Future Nostalgia by Dula Peep, Obvi. Obvi. Which I hope wins album of the year next year. Oh, that'd be nice. Number three is Kid Crow by Conan Gray, which is kind of wild, wild to me because, I, okay, well, to be fair, I listened to Chromatica over 200 times. <laughs> oh, really? I've only um, got 93 plays for Folklore. Whack. Uh, and Kid Crow, it says I listened to 62 times, which 
I don't think is true. Yeah, same with all of these. These don't feel – I think they must have, like, aggregated, like, just, like – How many songs? Yeah. You listen, like, you if you listen to over half the songs you, a certain amount of times. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, My number four is Disco by Kylie, which makes sense. Wow. But that song – that album only just came out. That's impressive. It's been, like, two months. Um. Well, no. okay, well, my number five is Positions, which only came out a month ago. Wow. Huh. There you go. And I skipped the entire middle of the album. (laughs) Yeah, this is what I'm saying. So it must be if you listen to like half of them. Yeah. Also, I was coming for you and it turns out Folklore is also in my top ten. (laughs) It's number six. (laughs) And then Smile by Katy Perry is number seven, which I was expecting. Plastic Hearts by Miley, which only came out like a week ago. Yeah. Have you listened to it yet? I haven't listened to the full full album, but the songs <gasps> I have listened to, I really it's like. It's so good. It's really good. Well, Miley, that that's number eight. Number nine is Good News, Megan Thee Stallion, The Stallion. <laughs> and number 10 is The Album by Blackpink. Oh. Which makes sense. Um, okay, do you have a top three of Plastic Hearts? Favorite songs? No? Uh, haven't listened to it enough? No, I haven't, but the songs that I have listened to that I really liked are um, Plastic Hearts and Prisoner with Dula Peep and then Midnight Sky, I still think is a fucking bop. They are. so All of them are good. Um, also, like three episodes ago when Prisoner was released, yeah, I think I called it Poison by accident, just uh, calling myself out there. Yeah, maybe you did. That makes just sense. Just calling myself out. But anyway, my top three songs on Plastic Hearts are High – yeah. High is my number one. Yeah, okay. But I my think I've listened to it. two is Give Me What I Want. Yeah. Because that shit goes off. Mm. And my number three is Golden G-String. Okay. Which, if it had a different name, <laughs> if it, it would be the perfect song. But unfortunately, it, it is actually called Golden G-String. <laughs> it is. <laughs> which is unfortunate for everyone involved. It really is. But it's such a good song. Okay. Well, I don't think I've listened to any of those. I ha- Honestly, I've only listened to, yeah, I've done – I put it on shuffle was the issue and then – Who – that's fucked up. That's disrespecting the artist. I know it that's is. That's disrespecting culture. That's disrespecting me personally. It's true. I don't even have anything to say against that because you're right. It does. Disres- it is disrespectful. But um, that's what I do. And so then I don't know what songs I've listened to and what songs I haven't. I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to all artists out there. That's what I do to every single all album. artists. Every artist. Every. She apologizes. Yes. Except to Justin Bieber. Except to Justin he Bieber. doesn't deserve an apology of any kind. Never. No. Have you been mean? I don't follow him on Instagram or anything. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I will waterboard you. Waterboard. Waterboard. <laughs> waterboard. Yeah. I will I'm go sorry. full CIA on you. Um. <laughs> Have, I don't follow him on anything. No, me either. Because he kind of disgusts me. <laughs> Same. I used. To, I just want to say here. fucking the fact that Yummy was nominated for a Grammy. It's fucking disgusting. What the fuck? Don't. don't what want the to talk actual about wild it. to fuck? It's really yeah. No, I just want to say here though that I did used to love Justin. I went to. I've seen him twice in concert. I know. Um, but How then he became really problematic, and I was like, "Oh, better cut my ties." <laughs> so I did. You assume he wasn't always fucked. No, it's true. Okay, sorry. So when he, um, I know what you mean. When he was publicly enough, became yes, problematic. Yes. Yeah, um, that's wild. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there, just to say that I did used to be a believer, and so I know what I'm talking about <laughs> when I say he's fucked up and deserves that no apology. The cringiest sentence I've ever had. I did used to be a believer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 
ate it. I really, it's, a, it's been weighing on my chest for ages. I just have to it feels get so good that. to get that weight off my chest. Wow. Yeah. I was a believer. I was okay. a believer. Well, it's true. You're that's, psychotic. I. It's it's that's just the way it is. I'm sad. It's it's um. I'm not embarrassed. Look, to admit it. shaming musical tastes is so 2011 accurate. But I'm shaming you for your music taste when you were in 2011. Uh, well, I. That's really rude. To be honest, just saying you could. If I still liked him, you could shame me, but you can't shame ten year old Maddie for not knowing any better. Yes, I can, and I will, and, no, I, and I am currently. You're all you are. Um, however, I also shame myself because your... I was one of those annoying people who was like, "I don't even like One Direction. How can you like One Direction <laughs> without ever hear like having actually listened to an album in full?" Wow. But now, as a full grown adult, you know that One Direction are the best. I can acknowledge that apart from their first album, <laughs> yeah, they're really good albums. Yeah, and they're pretty consistently good songs. It's true, particularly I think. I mean, I like all of the albums. A lot of that is nostalgia, but I do like all of them. However, perhaps in- future nostalgia. Perhaps. But Made in the AM is actually a genuinely fantastic album. Is that the most recent one? Yeah, the last one. It, yeah, it's very good. It's very good. Anyway, um, what were we saying? Justin Bieber, I assume we're going to call out his disgusting behaviour on Instagram when he was like, I just feel like Changes or whatever his album was called should have been nominated um, in the R&B section, not oh. the pop section. Well, yeah, that's fucked up. He's trying to, um, uh, I can't think of the word, hijack a genre that's not even yeah uh necessarily got a place for him that's true uh but whatever that's a whole different conversation oh. but yeah Matt, uh, meredith and i last week talked about the weekend yeah uh going off on yeah. not being nominated oh did he yeah on twitter he went off uh i mean fair to be honest I, well I that's what we said we said the planning lights should have at least yeah gotten a song yeah nomination i mean considering apparently i read the other day that apparently it's one of the most sold singles in history it is, so yeah. i think that probably just on that it deserves a nomination however mm. he in the past has been a awards darling he's been nominated at the grammys oh, for every okay. other thing he's done wild see i didn't like the weekend i don't know why there's i, oh, I star boy is such a good album oh really mm. see when everyone was like blinding light should have been nominated i was like what song are they even talking about i listened to it and i recognized it from the album yeah from the radio sorry um but i i don't know why i've just written the weekend off i think it's because i know i actually don't know why i feel like i thought he was problematic in like 2016 for some reason I don't know why. There was a little controversy, but nothing. Yeah. Nothing crazy. I don't, see, he, I don't even he, know what the controversy was. He did was. the same thing that like Liam Payne did and that some of his lyrics like fetishized oh. bisexual women. Oh. And queer women. Gross. Yeah. But like as far as being problematic goes in this day and age, yeah. it's pretty pretty mild. That is fairly mild. Wild. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that other than to say The weekend. The weekend. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Next topic is <laughs> Warner Brothers releasing every single one of their movies <laughs> on HBO Max next year. I mean, yeah. well, it's really starting Christmas Day with Wonder yeah. Woman. Thoughts, opinions? Do you think they're going to just destroy cinemas and theaters forever? I mean, firstly, I want to say that it was so fucking funny when all those news articles came out and they were like releasing on HBO Max and cinemas on the same day, oh and God, everyone and was, was like, like, "All these movies at once." I Honestly, the way it was worded, I was, was like, this doesn't make badly. any sense. And I read the article and I was like, oh, that's not what they're saying. They mean same like, yeah, on the released, same yeah. day. Yeah, I'm with it now. Um, I think 
I think it's fine. I think people, sorry, I asked you a question and now I'm answering it yourself, but. No, you go first. <laughs> Talk to the hand. Um, I think it's kind of uh, ignorant of people to think that COVID's going to be gone. Not yeah. a thing next year. Yeah, no, it's and true. I think Warner Brothers is doing kind of a, a good thing. No, I agree. I, I, I can see how for small cinemas it's an issue. Um, well, like when I think of like, not like big you know like yeah yeah no I, yes. when you think of event cinemas for example i'm like they're not gonna there's nothing's gonna fucking happen well to that's them. because they charge an fucking, exorbitant, yeah, oh my exorbitant God. amount it's tickets as fuck. but when i think of like that's our major theater chain here just for, yeah yeah but when i think of like the red hill cinema that we went to last yeah. night i'm a bit like oh that's probably yes. a bit more concerning to them however as you said i actually think that overall it's a really good idea i think it's a very um Kind of best of both worlds. Best yeah. Of, best of a bad sitch. I agree. I agree. I think it was. it's quite a thoughtful move is what I think it is yeah. personally. And I think it also puts Disney to shame for yeah. releasing Mulan. Yeah. You have to pay for a subscription yeah. plus pay $35 yep. on top of that. It's true. It's true. And HBO is just like, no, yeah, have Wonder Woman as yeah. part of your max subscription. It's true. I think, yeah. No. For a month, to be fair. But also acknowledging the fact that. Like, it's only in America, not even Canada or here or the UK. That, We're not getting them on streaming services. We're getting them regular in cinemas and then wait another five months for it to come yeah. out on DVD. Ugh, that's gross. We're getting it normally. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, for us in Australia, that makes sense. We don't have any COVID yeah. cases. Um, I think it gets a bit more dodgy when you start to think of, like, Europe, for example, who are also yeah. in the midst of a second wave yeah. and it's really bad over there. I'm kind of a really bit, like, bad. probably... <laughs> probably they should consider doing the same thing. Mm. But when HBO Max, isn't that our binge? No. Our, well, um, kind of, but because binge is new, oh. a lot of uh, the shows and movies already had rights sold to Netflix or Stan or something. Okay, yeah. Um, or yeah. Prime Video before. Yeah. But anything that Foxtel owns is on binge. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Which is why uh, Game of Thrones and stuff. So yeah. a majority of HBO stuff. Yeah, okay. All right, this makes sense. Like, for example, the new show, um, We Are Who We Are. Mm. That's a HBO show. Mm. Um, and it should have been on Showtime here and on Foxtel. Yeah. But instead it went to SBS. Weird. So, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really fully understand, but a lot of, I think. Complex. I think now Binge will get the first dibs at any HBO yeah, Max yeah. content. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, um, yeah, like the flight attendant and stuff. Oh, I'm actually low-key excited for that. I can't it's out. Watch it. Oh, is it? Okay, well, I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> I do too. I think it looks great. And yeah. I'll watch anything that um, – I can't say his name properly, but – I don't know who it is. I just keep seeing posters everywhere. Michel – you know, the guy from Game of Thrones and, um, and Age of Adeline and – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> he's so fucking hot. Him in Age of Adeline. Yeah. I cannot think of anything hotter. Truly. Except Australia right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. No, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so hot. Um, Michelle Huisman. <laughs> what is Huseman? Huseman. Huseman? I don't know. He's the dude who was in um, Guernsey Literary Potato Pill Pie Society and he was so fucking hot in that. He's a god. He, uh, that, he might be hotter than Age of Adeline Michael Huseman. 
Weisman. Perhaps. He's also in that problematic Chris Evans Netflix movie, The Red Sea Diving Resort. I haven't watched it, but I've seen gifts of both of them shirtless in it. (laughs) Apparently he's in World War Z. Do we have to rewatch World War Z? Just for him. I have that on iTunes, so um, we can easily watch watch it. Actually, no, I, yes, no, this makes sense. I can think of this. He was a dude. He was a dude. He was an army dude. That was actually a really good movie, just throwing that out. I haven't watched it since it came out, and I watched it on a plane, so they cut out the plane crash scene. Oh, that's like oh wow. So I don't, I didn't get the full picture. No, you didn't. But from what I saw, it was it was quite um tense. No, it was actually a really good movie. It uh, was yeah. it was it I'm was down to watch it, again. it was interesting. It was like a different way of looking, obviously, at a zombie movie. It also came out in like 2013, which was yeah. at the height of the zombie craze. It did, yeah, and um, it had a different take. I think it's one of the only ones that like maintains its goodness. Well, quality, yeah, quality. Like it's interesting. Like when you think of a zombie movie, like so many others just like fall to the wayside. But when I think of zombie movies, I think of like Train to Busan, World War Z, and also Warm Bodies. But I love Warm Bodies. Yeah, <laughs> I love it so much. I haven't seen it. In a so lot long. of it's to do with I'm in love with um, oh, what's her name, Teresa Palmer. Yeah, I love her so much. Fair. Um, and also I read the book. Before the movie came out, so it holds a little special place in my heart. Oh, cute. We should watch that. I tried to rewatch it recently, actually. I only got 10 minutes in and I was like, oh, this is not as good as I remember it. But I think if I pushed through. So rude of you. Yeah, it was rude of me. You not read the books? No, I did read the book. I read the first book, but I think after the movie. Oh, okay. Well, the the first book's quite small. Yeah. And then the next two books in the series is a trilogy. Mm. And the next two books are like. Pretty big. Wow. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, I want to quickly list off some of the movies that are coming out on HBO Max next year oh, and cinemas right. at the same time. <laughs> um, and All I want you to, I want us both to rate our excitement on a scale of one to ten. Wonder Woman, eleven. No, okay, well, shut up, fuck <laughs> off. Um, ten being, give it to me, give it to me now. Wonder Woman, and uh, one being, it's okay. fine. I don't need it. Everything except Wonder Woman. Oh my god! Shut up. Just wait. Mortal Kombat. One. <laughs> it's gonna be a train wreck. It's a video game movie based on a, like a fighting game. I don't think it's gonna be good. No. Um, my excitement is five because if it's a train oh. wreck, it'll at least be entertaining. That's true. L- the little things, which I don't even know what that is. One. One. I don't know what it is. The Many Saints of Newark, which is the Sopranos prequel. One. I didn't see the Sopranos. I'm gonna say five. I haven't seen The Sopranos, but it's critically acclaimed and it's oh. like a gritty mafia type movie. Hecky. So I could be down. Um, Reminiscence, not even heard of it. One. Zero. Godzilla vs. Kong. Two. <gasps> I'm at an 11. Really? I'm so excited. Oh, I didn't see. What? Oh. Godzilla 2 was pretty bad, but in the best the way one possible. With Millie Brown. Millie, Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown. Millie Bobby Bobby Millie Moon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I didn't see it. Um, They're trying to build like this connected universe and it's not going well. <laughs> it's really not. But it's so fun. <laughs> but see, okay, my thing about movies is that I don't get excited about them until I see the trailer and that's like two weeks before it comes out and then I'm like, oh, okay. When you're telling me movies that are coming out next year, I'm like, I've, I've never heard of it. Wig. I know. You're a loose cannon. In the I Heights. I live in the moment. A new musical by Lynn manuel Miranda. Do you love a musical? Okay, I'll give that a three. I'm giving that a s- seven because it's quite hyped. I'll give it a four then. Space Jam 2. One. One. I also will not see it. The Suicide Squad. 
2.5, which is because. Wig. <laughs> no, okay, this is a quick fire. Come on. No, the first suicide got restocked, but I'm keen to see. The DC have really redeemed themselves, so I'm excited to see whether or not they actually do well. But the first one really sucked, so 2.5. This is true. And an interjection on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for the Justice League Snyder Cut? The Releasing as four mini, four episodes of a miniseries. Oh, I'm keen for that. That's exciting. That's what we want four. to happen with the death and life of you, John F. Donald. Yeah, exactly. Xavier Dolan, come on the podcast so we can grill. Please. Oh, my God, please. We need to grill you. Please, just release it as a miniseries. Also, I saw Xavier Dolan did a, like, a mini review of Ammonite, which is the Kate Winslet, Sashi Ronan oh, yeah. uh, movie, lesbian yeah. movie. Yeah. Gay, gay, gay. <laughs> um, and he was like, this is the type of movie that – I want to make if I could resist not putting a pop song in every scene. <laughs> I love that self-awareness. That's, that's literally, I feel you. <laughs> I, I felt that. I love that self-awareness. Dune. Two. Ten. Have you seen the cast? No. Timothy Chalamet. And it looks so stunningly beautiful. Yeah, Timothy Chalamala. <laughs> um, uh, Oscar Isaac, Jason Mamamawa, Zendaya. Um, oh, I love Zendaya. Rebecca okay, Ferguson. That brings it up to a seven. All of the above. Uh, King Richard. One. One. Matrix four. Minus zero. Ten. Minus one. Nine. I'm no, I hate. I, I, you I, haven't I, seen them. I've seen the first movie and when? it was really good in religion what? class. Um, But no, I really, no, I actually really liked the Matrix series. I just, why do they need to revive it now? That pisses me off. Well, it's by the originals, the original directors. Well, that's really nice for them. And I appreciate their story. But I, I, I'm pissed. I just, I'm so over things being. But it's to introduce like new characters and re- a new So generation. I don't. I'm care. into that. Okay, well, you need to finish the trilogy because I don't even know how they're making a fourth one based exactly. on how the trilogy ends. They're just fucking making shit. But you don't up. get to have an opinion unless you watch the whole trilogy. Even though I asked you your opinion, <laughs> um, I probably have seen the whole trilogy. Malignant, which is a new horror movie by James One, director of The Conjuring and The Conjuring Two. Oh, I do like him. He's pretty good. Okay, or three. Six. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah. One. I haven't seen. Yeah, it one. Cry Macho. One. one. I think it has that guy that's fucked. <laughs> There's so many of those, Nick. It was Clint Eastwood, whatever. Oh, ew. He's problematic, right? Yeah. Um, that's all of the major ones. So Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, but that's this year. Eleven. Wonder Woman. Yeah, twenty. Truly. Speaking of Wonder Woman, have you seen that they were allowed to, um, critics were allowed to release their preliminary reviews? So only like what they can fit in a they couple tweets. They see it already. Yeah, I think they saw it like a while ago. But um, they were allowed to release their preliminary, prelim, preliminary thoughts before the full review. Yeah. Uh, again, I am going to waterboard you. Um, <laughs> and they're all overwhelmingly positive. Yay! Overwhelmingly positive. That's so exciting. It sounds like it's going to be a fucking great film. Ugh. Um, They say that yes. everyone in the cast does phenomenal. Kristen yes. Wiig and Pedro Pascal as the villains. Phenomenal. Yes. They say that Kristen Wiig tells the um Wig. the kind of character story arc phenomenally well. Oh, um, Stop it. You're actually yeah. making me indescribably what? happy. Yeah, you are. What? Yeah, I'm going to come. I'm, that was so casual. <laughs> I'm going to come. I'm going to come. Well, I was still hadn't figured out whether I was actually going to say that loud. I'm going to come. <laughs> I'm going to come and see the movie. Yes, that's, that's what we meant. Um, uh, anyway, in conclusion, fuck yes. Fuck yes. Yeah, it's so exciting. 
Um, Selling Sunset got renewed for two more seasons. Two more? Oh, my God. Amazing. Well, I assume they're going to release them a couple of months apart again. Oh However, this is without Brett, which I don't know which twin that is. <laughs> was it one of the fucking One of the twins is leaving Good. and Davina is gone. No. It seems as though she followed through with her threat to leave if they didn't do whatever she wanted. Wow. I mean, I hated her, but now who am I going to hate? Christine. Yeah, that's true. It's a Davina, Davina was actually like a legit terrible person. I'm yeah. sorry. We do love you because you said nice things you made about us. TV. Yeah. Oh, that too. Um, but aside from that, oh my God, she was actually one of the biggest bitches I've ever seen. This is true. On TV. Um, and also Heather might not be in it. Oh. But she might be because she's going to be opening a uh, another branch of the Oppenheim Group. Really? In o- Orange County. Huh. Uh, so I guess they might follow that. Interessante. But I think she's also on her husband's show now yeah. or fiance's show now. So, like, I don't know. She, he just started a new show. So. Um. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's exciting. That's good news. Uh, It's 52 minutes, so we have to stop now. We have to say what the fuck's of the Wait, week. can I just check that I have nothing else? Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, I need you to watch his dark materials. Uh. Okay. Okay, because it's fucking phenomenal. Um. I'm trying to pick things that aren't very long. Okay. Wait. I feel like something big happened this week, and I didn't write it down, and you haven't brought it up because I haven't. It hasn't. I mean, we've brought up a lot. I still have other things on my list. However, I'll just mention that two of the housewives. Just list them, and then I'll be like, "Oh, ten. Because zero. they're too too many, too much. <laughs> two of the housewives of Salt Lake City, right? Liked our post. No. Yes. Oh my goodness! Which one? Jen Shaw and Lisa Barlow. So oh, Lisa oh Barlow's the villain. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> You're really just Which coming one? for me. Um, we, you posted the, the one I tw- the I clip that I tweeted and made a little description about that one. With the the thumbs up is fuck you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that one. That's funny. Um, <laughs> I can't believe they liked it. Yeah, I feel famous. I actually think Jen put it in, in her story, but <gasps> no. Yeah. Wow. Also, bro, it's so good. You need to watch Salt Lake City. <laughs> Oh my god, Mary Mary Cosby, the one who married her granddad. Mm-hmm. Um, she held a fake Met Gala as just for funsies. Love that. And she was like, "Do you like the wine you're drinking?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's really good wine. Why?" And she was like, "Well, you know, it's 2003, and in 2003 that was a horrific heat wave that killed thousands, but it made really good grapes. Oh my god! So the wine is phenomenal." <laughs> and everyone was at the party like, "Okay." <laughs> That's so fun. Anyway, that's what's going on in my head 24-7. I mean, honestly, I love that she knew that. Yeah, she's honest. constantly saying stuff like that. And, and it's it's, like, I find it very interesting that that's actually, like, the case. Like, that's just... Like, it is interesting. It it's is just interesting. out of the blue. Well, it's a bit wild that deals have to interject a hole and many people died. This is true. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so I, it, I died. Wow. What else happened? There was a fight at a 20s-themed party mm-hmm. and... I know when I'm not, I know I know I just want to say this. Okay. Heather Gay right. is truly, really, really fucking great at coming up with on the fly one liners. Uh, and basically she was trying to tell one of the husbands how to find them yeah. in this car park. And she was like, just look for a flapper with cankles. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, that's so fucking funny. That's that's a quote. And before that, she was telling everyone to guard her um, chicken drumsticks wow. while she went and helped one of her friends. Love that. Truly. Iconic. That's all. I mean, guard the chicken drumsticks. Guard, yes. It's mm. a life advice. Truly. Um, what's your what the fuck of the week? Do you have one? Yeah, I do. You're supposed to start. I am. Okay. Well, my what the fuck of the week is it being fucking hotter than humanity should even have to deal with. Literally. Uh, specifically because last night at 2 a.m. it was still over 30 degrees Celsius. It was so hot last night. 30 I was, degrees Celsius to Fahrenheit. It was so hot last night. That's 86 Fahrenheit just for international listeners. Mm, uh, at night. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. It, it was, was so over 30 hot. degrees. It was so hot. It's going to be fucking awful. I had a here. panic attack. Did you really? Because I was so drenched. Oh, my God. I felt like I was being smothered. I was literally wow. drenched. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. So I had a panic attack and I had to literally <laughs> go into our study that has aircon yeah. and just sleep on the floor. <gasps> so I have kind of a bruised back. Oh, my God. But it was fine. That's why you're only fine today, isn't it? That's why I'm only fine today because I slept horrendously, had a panic it attack in all the night because of the heat. It was bad. And is this a first world problem? Absolutely. Uh, um, is it this isn't everyone's problem because well yeah but i'm like a spoiled little bitch who can't deal with the heat i mean who can it's like genuinely record-breaking heat it's true and i also just had a panic attack i think because i i was so overwhelmed but it was a lot yeah that's all that is a lot so my what the fuck of the week is what the fuck climate change why i mean we know why but literally anyway what's your what the fuck of the week my youtube video this week discusses climate change i didn't mean to it just kind of happened (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh okay now my what the fuck of the week is kind of a long one um what you were just shitting on me no yeah that's why i had to wrap it up because i knew it was gonna be a long one um it's a reddit post (laughs) cut it down come on no i can't i have to do okay we'll read it out quickly or do you want me to read it no i'm gonna read it okay well then hurry up uh we've we got heaps of time it's fine okay I have a Grinch fetish. Hold up. Okay. You or this post? <laughs> no, the post. Okay. It's the beginning of the post. Um, What's this posted in? Relationships, I think. Whack. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Okay, go. I, I don't know if it's real or not, but. Can you put on an accent? Get in character? What type of accent? I don't know. British, American? No. My boyfriend knows about this. <laughs> My boyfriend knows about this and for the most part accepts it. He isn't crazy about it and doesn't really get it, but he at least tries, which is all I ask. He'll sometimes read the book to me to set the mood or if he's really feeling kinky, tell me you're a mean one in the heat of the moment. He's even grudgingly <laughs> next face right now. This post is fucked up. Um, he even He's even begrudgingly come around to at least playing one of the three versions of the film every time we do the deed, although we tend to stay away from the live action one because it's too much for me. I don't know what that means. But I think you know exactly what yeah, that means. Yeah, just uh, for the, the listeners, I'm silent way. because I can't. I cannot. Can't. I'm 2012 <laughs> Tumblr girl, and I cannot even. It's a lot. The thing is, I don't want to hear about the Grinch or listen to the Grinch or watch the Grinch. I want to be fucked by the Grinch. Oh my God. And for the record, this is common among women. This is not the Grinch's bulging sack of toys to me <gasps> and many others is what a Mack truck is to Cardi B. Okay, I got to love that reference. That was truly The fact that he's good with dogs and experienced trauma at a oh young age makes me want that long fuzzy dick even more. Stop. <laughs> I can't handle this. Um, my boyfriend asked me what I wanted for Christmas and I told him straight up, 
I told him to put on the greenest, silkiest Grinch costume he could find, kidnap me from my bed on Christmas Eve, and then <gasps> ravage me in front of the Christmas tree. He flat out refused, said Good. it was too weird for him. I was literally begging this man to let this pussy save Christmas, and he was like, nah, I'm good. It ended up turning into a fight where he admitted he only gave in to my initial Grinch kinks to placate me and was still uncomfortable about the fact that I had moaned Grinch during sex a few weeks ago, but only because his song was playing in the background. So he's drawn a line, and if I don't drop the Grinch fetish, which, as I said, is incredibly common among women but sadly taboo, he's done for good. Sadly taboo. <laughs> I know. I don't want to lose him over this, but it's really hard for me to see past my sexual proclivities, especially during Christmas season. Is there any way we can even compromise on this, or do I simply need a more adventurous man? DLDR, all I want for Christmas is my boyfriend to dress up as the Grinch and fuck me, and he won't. <laughs> now. That was I know. a lot. It was a lot. I just want to say. <laughs> also, front runner for title of the app is. Um, I want to be fucked by the Grinch. <laughs> no, I've already forgotten. Oh. <laughs> You'll remember on the playback. Yeah. Um, firstly, I want to say that apparently. Sadly, I- Taboo. Sadly, Taboo. <laughs> Sadly, Taboo made me giggle. Um, firstly, I saw this on a Twitter post. This was a screenshot put on Twitter, and people underneath the Twitter did apparently Google Grinch fetish, and there are videos on Pornhub of it. Apparently, it is like a thing. I like how you're saying that as if you didn't already know that, you kinky bitch. Of course, I already knew that. Anyway, no, okay, but the final thing that I want to add to this is comments underneath. I'm pretty sure this is the only comment that the OP made. So, number one. D Burke 05, not the OP, says, I really can't believe people are jumping on this person. Let's be clear, this whole post is likely fake, but a Grinch fetish is pretty low-key, all things considered. It isn't gross or dangerous or painful, and it's pretty benign overall. It doesn't do anything for me, but I would likely indulge a partner if they were into it. I know. I personally disagree with that. I think this person, the part mm. this Grinch fetish person pushing this kink on their partner is a lot. unacceptable. I yeah. also think based on the mention of the childhood trauma and stuff, it's more about yeah. trying to fix this man. Yeah, it's true. Um, trying to fix this fictional Grinch it's, man. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. It's a um, lot of things. And maybe she just needs a therapist. Probably. Just to work through that one thing. Definitely. Because it's a lot. Um, and so then Raspberry Kitsune Mm-hmm. says, OP, here's your Grinch. I'm going to need an update on you two lovebirds, lol. OP goes, hey. D. Burke, the original commenter, goes, hey there yourself with a winky face. <laughs> I'm like, where's the closure to this? Instead, they just started flirting? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure these people are now having Grinch sex. That's Stop. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Maddie, take it me. back. Maddie, take it back. <laughs> No. I wish you could time travel. having grinch sex. Stop. I don't need to think of that. I'm so sorry if anyone else can hear my wildly loud traveling voice outside of this room. Ash is probably sitting in the room next door. Being grinch like, sex? What the fuck are they talking about? Back. <laughs> anyway. So that was my what the fuck of the week. It was what the fuck. Why? <laughs> Your what the fuck of the week is why do people have a grinch fetish? Yeah. And why do why you specifically have a Grinch online? fetish? Specifically me? Oh, my Grinch fetish is genuinely out of control. Out of control yeah. yeah. Every time you walk past a Christmas store, you just moan. Flooded. Grinch. You're a mean one. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. So Isn't there a rim job scene in the Grinch 2018 animated movie? I have no idea. I haven't seen it. I think the dog rim jobs the Grinch. Well, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like to think about Grinch rim jobs? 
Only only Grinch penetrative vaginal sex. Yeah, when it includes bestiality, it's too much for me. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's just end it there. Okay. What are your socials? Uh, Lady Alice 101 on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm -hmm. And my my Twitter is Grinchfucker 101. (laughs) That's Maddie's, actually. That's actually Maddie's, yeah. Um, (laughs) No, if you want to follow the podcast, it's WTFIH podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, clearly the Instagram pops off if housewives are liking our posts. Truly, who Instagram are, pops off. Who are ge- objectively, the most famous people in the world. Truly. Um, and my Twitter who? is nic underscore sushi. Kylie Jenner, who? <laughs> yes. Can concur. Okay. Can Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.